Vikings-Ravens, that's going to be one of the better games on Sunday, and it's almost like a must-win for the Vikings in the NFC North because if they look, Chicago, not great, but they're still alive. Um, Detroit, they're cooked. They're done. They may not win a game this year, and the Packers are going to hit the road to take on the Kansas City Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers, so the Vikings could actually make up some ground just like they could have last week, but they lost to the Dallas Cowboys even without Dak Prescott. It was the Cooper Rush show. So this week they try to bounce back and it's a tough ass because they have to go on the road and take on the Baltimore Ravens. That spread was five and a half pretty much all week long. And then just within like the last hour and a half, it moved to six. So Baltimore sitting there as a six point favorite at home, taking on a Minnesota team. That's really tough to figure out this year because realistically they could have one loss this year. Like Minnesota has been in every game and a lot of their losses have come down to boneheaded decisions or fluky type plays. Kirk cousins, having a pretty solid season, but like one week it's the Adam Thielen show one week. It's Justin Jefferson. All three dudes are never on the same page. Right. All three weapons. Like it's never the Delvin cook, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson game. Kirk has always had problems getting everybody involved. Like we remember that from those blowups that Stefan Diggs would have on the sidelines where those two would be arguing. Just give me the ball, bro. Now Diggs is in Buffalo where he's a 14 and a half point favorite over the Jags exactly. this week. And cousins is with Thielen and cook and Jefferson is a six-point dog taking on the Ravens this week. Here's one where I would play Minnesota with the points just because of the number and not with the six, but it's tough betting against Baltimore right now at home. They're going to be able to run the ball. Now, Minnesota defensively has actually been solid this season. They could get after the quarterback. Uh, they can stop the run. Are they going to be able to do so against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson? We'll find out this Sunday. I have not played anything in this one. I know we had Alan Bell on this week from CBS Sports Line. He loves the number with Minnesota, but I backed Minnesota a couple weeks back. Didn't end up working out for me. I know Kirk Cousins is putting up the numbers. I love Delvin Cook when he's healthy, but I just don't trust the Vikings right now. It has nothing to do with the talent on either side of the ball. It's like something is not right in that locker room. And I think this is Mike Zimmer's do you last think it's year. The locker room? I don't know. I, I just well, we know Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins don't like to each choke other. Choke over and over again. Like I've never seen a team that is consistently mid, and I think that's the mid, middle of the road, not great, not terrible. And I think that just is that's just. The Kirk Cousins experience in and a like, nutshell. He's never going to be great. He's never going to be terrible, but he's not good enough to live up to the expectation that you put on him with that price tag. And what a freaking. Yeah, I was going to say, he's no, he's no, he's no Phil Jerkovic who's completing balls Jerkovic. out here for our Boston College squad. Yeah, I mean, you know, he isn't a bad quarterback like you just said, man. Um, but at the same time, like, He's got to get it together in these big spots. Last week against Dallas, that was a primetime game in a big spot, and they went one for 13 on third downs. You are not going to beat anybody, even a Cowboys team with Cooper Rush as their starting quarterback. When you go one of 13 on third down, you have to pick up first downs. You have to convert, or the play calling has to get better, and you don't face those third downs. Um, a few weeks before that, they scored, what, 19 points against the Lions in a game where we thought that they were going to blow out the Lions. They're a hard team to figure out because they're in every game. You know, they do pick up some nice victories. Kirk Cousins statistically is putting up a great season, but I don't know. There's just something off, and it's been off for years. Like you said, they find ways to lose games. They find ways to choke, and it's hard to bet them against the market right now because last week they couldn't even cover the spread. It has nothing to do with winning that game outright. Even like the initial line where the Cowboys would have been two and a half, three-point favorites, they wouldn't even have covered that. They lost that game by four points. Yeah. Now the Ravens also coming up, uh, coming off a stinker. We haven't seen them. Um, now they get the extra rest, but last time we saw them, they gave up what 41 points, 520 yards to the Cincinnati Bengals. But now they haven't had an entire week 
You know how good Harbaugh is coming off the bye. I know everybody likes the number with uh, the dogs. I would almost, I feel like, play Baltimore, man, is is, is touchdown favorites, six-point favorites in this game. I think they're going to win this game by a touchdown, and I think Kirk Cousins is going to be under pressure the entire game. You know what? Especially without his center because Garrett Bradbury has COVID. I think we've seen enough of Mike Zimmer. Right? Like if they don't make the playoffs this year? Yeah, you can't move on from Kirk. At least not right now with that price tag, even though everybody's calling for it. What if you see Kirk Cousins with another quarterback, another coach? Can I interest you in Kirk Cousins with another coach? It's easy. What does Mike Zimmer's contract look like there? Mike Zimmer, I guarantee Mike Zimmer is going to be gone next year. He's got to be I bet gone. you there's a good chance maybe both of them will be gone next year, you know? And Minnesota just blows it up and moves on. They just it, It's crazy because they have so much talent. Like, every organization in the NFL would kill to have a Delvin Cook or a Justin Jefferson oh. or Adam Thielen. Yes. Kirk Cousins in Minnesota has all of this, man. All of it. And they just... They can't put it all together. And right now they, I mean, they're pretty healthy too. Like no excuses this year because you're not really dealing with injuries. Delvin cook's been beat up at times, but for the most part, he's healthy. Um, I just brought up Garrett, Garrett Bradbury. He's on the COVID list. James Lynch is on there. Michael Pierce, Anthony Barr's questionable in this game. But other than that, you're healthy on both sides of the ball. Yeah. So we'll see what they're able to do against Baltimore, Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially with that defensive front going. I mean, they've struggled against the run at times. You got a Ravens team. Remember when we were worried about the Ravens running the ball? They're averaging 120 yards rushing, and that's with, like, dudes off the street. But look, at, Yeah, exactly. But look at also the Ravens. The last time we saw them before the bye, right? Got destroyed. They got destroyed by the freaking Cincinnati Bengals, 41-17. So mm-hmm. much so that the Bengals come in the, the following week, and they're double-digit favorites. I mean, it's not hard to be a double-digit favorite against the Jets, but they were double-digit favorite against the Jets. And a lot of people backed them because they, they looked legit. The Bengals have had a week. I mean, excuse me. The Ravens have had two weeks off. Come back and play a Vikings team that just lost to freaking That's Cooper, what I'm Cooper Rush. Off the bye, too, man. Cooper Rush. Like, the, off the bye, this is a team that's always been consistent. I'm going with the Ravens in this one. I think they win by at least a touchdown. I, I, can't, I can't talk myself into backing the Vikings. The last time I backed the Vikings was against what? That was that game against the uh, Carolina Panthers, which I got them as, I got them as dogs. They flipped around uh, the, line, the line move because... Christian McCaffrey did get ruled out, I believe, in that game uh, late. He was questionable return against the Vikings. He gets ruled out. The line flips, and then the Vikings become two-and-a-half-point favorites, and I had them as dogs. They still win. They barely covered in that game. Barely covered. They stink. And I don't it's, – there's nothing worse than sweating out the Vikings to cover. It's terrible watching Kirk Cousins and trusting him with your heart and most importantly, your wallet. My favorite Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins down like three scores in the second half of games when he could pad his stats. Because that's the way to go is just player props with Kirk Cousins. Um, Injury report for for, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Latavius Murray is doubtful, though. He's he's got that uh, he's got he's got an injury and then would be the first time they have a, a freaking quarterback or a, a running back that's not healthy to play right and then Sammy Watkins has been limited at practice but he's expected to go so yeah they're gonna have to pick what back they're gonna go with Devontae Freeman uh, Tyson Williams Le'Veon Bell but you're going against a Vikings defensive front that is struggling right now they're not exactly uh, a top ten defensive line and that's say what you want about the Bengals that is what they have so Minnesota wasn't really able to do what they wanted offensively against the Bengals and then it was uh, or I'm sorry um, not Minnesota Baltimore wasn't right. able to do what they wanted but they should have success against Minnesota hopefully they have the success that the Boston, uh, Boston College. College is having right now Pat Garwell 17 nothing baby 17 zippy 6.46 to go in the third quarter. Boston College. 8.48. They were two and a half point dogs. They were one point dogs at uh, kickoff, and they are up three scores in this game. This was the easiest bet of the night. Yeah, it was. 
Way now, too unf- Now, unfortunately, we're on Utah to cover a big number, and I would hate to ruin my night at 1030 sweating I'm going to play the over in that game, too. 52? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get some points in that one. A little Pac-12 after dark on a Friday night. Nothing wrong with that. This game's clearly going to go over, or I'm sorry, under this this game. I mean, the live, uh, well, actually, the total's been taken off the board, but it's 17 nothing. This one's going well under. There's only a couple minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, Stanford and Utah kicks off in 58 minutes if you do want to jump on that. Actually, there's been some line movements. So we got Utah's 10-point favorites. Yeah. That's up to 11 and a half now, Goodness actually. Goodness gracious. Good. The, the total's still 52 and a half. I don't any injury reports coming out about that game. Let me go check. 52 and a half is the total. Oh, Tanner McKee is out tonight for Stanford. He is out? Yep. Okay. So that's why we jumped on it early. I think they were leaning that he wasn't going to play in that game. That was why the spread went from, because this was a seven-point spread that went to 10, now up to 11 and a half. So I wish I would have had the seven. We're on the 10. We'll uh, be watching that one here closely. Um, Yeah, man, but that's all I really got for Vikings, Ravens, and that one. I'll take a look at some player props. I continue to play the Lamar Jackson over on the passing yards. Uh, Failed to hit that mark in the last game, but he's coming off the bye. He's rested and the number is a little bit lower. They've adjusted 245 and a half. I kind of like the over even against that Vikings defense. Kirk Cousins number is 275 and a half. If you think they're going to be playing from behind in that game, Lamar touchdown passes. The prop is one and a half juice minus 140. I don't want to pay that price. Kirk Cousins over one and a half touchdown passes juiced even more than that minus 165. So mm. if those are the props, you would think this is going to be a high scoring game. Could I interest you in the over in this game? 49 and a half, even with these two defenses, I could, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. Cause I think, I think Lamar is like going to come out there on a mission. They're, they're going to come out coming there off an embarrassing, coming loss. off an embarrassing loss. They only scored how many points in that game against the, uh, right against the, uh, the Bengals, the Bengals 17. Was it just 17? Yeah. Yeah, it's just 17 points, 40, and then give up 41. Now, I could see also the underhitting because that defense being clamps against the Balt- not the Balt- against the Minnesota Vikings coming out there and really trying to shut them down, especially when you pretty much have the formula how to stop them. Just look at what the Dallas Cowboys were able to do um, on Sunday night. But, man, I think the Ravens might go crazy. I yeah. think we might see something similar to Lamar Jackson against, what was that, a quarter and a half against the Colts defense in primetime. When everybody thought that game was over, dead in the water, and Lamar Jackson comes back and just cooks. And that's what I'm saying, man. And even with the number being five and a half, six, catching that with Minnesota, how am I going to back a team that went over on third down offensively, and then defensively they can't get off the field on third down last week against the Cowboys? And this isn't the Dak Prescott Cowboys. Like you said, it's Cooper Rush. They went seven for 14 on third down with Cooper Rush. So, I'm laying the points, if anything, and taking the Ravens in yeah. this game, even after they gave up 41 points and 520 yards to the Bengals. Bengals are tough offensively, man. And that was a, um, I mean, I was on Cincinnati in that game as double digit dogs. And Do you that think one the too. Ravens kind of took the Bengals for granted in that? Game? Yeah, I think they so. always handle Cincinnati. That might've been a little trap game for the Ravens as well. Yeah. I think the Ravens were feeling themselves, you know, it's been what was a slow start to the season. They had the loss that we thought was a terrible loss to the Raiders till we figured out, Hey, the Raiders are actually pretty solid or were pretty solid this season. Then they got the big victories. He finally beat Patrick Mahomes. So it was kind of just a letdown spot. Plus Cincinnati's really good. Cincinnati, um, despite what we saw last week, like that loss for Cincinnati last week against the jets and Mike white, they should not have lost that game. They were up two scores in the fourth quarter. Biggest trap game I've ever seen in my life. It was just a bunch of fluky stuff went down. They could play that game 10 times on a neutral and win at nine of them against the jets and Mike white. Yep. So I don't really have concerns with the Bengals right now. They should bounce back and be just fine. Although I am rooting against them this week, going against the Browns. We could talk about that game coming up a little bit later on. 